Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Padded Room Podcast, you lovely young ladies out there. My name is Darian. I've been called the Evan Peters of horror podcasting. Miss mm-hmm. Monica is in the house, the Sarah Paulson of horror podcasting, and the Dylan McDermott of horror podcasting is here, buddy. Hello. What's up with you guys? What's up, doing? guys? What's up? It's it's two weeks in a row. I got both of you here. I know. Yeah. I feel like I should count my lucky stars or something. Yeah. Like Heck the planets yeah. are aligning or some shit. I love it. It's a new year. It is. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's focus on consistency <laughs> right? this year, and trying not to get so hammered. I know I'm slurring because. We did three shots before we came in, and consistency is a bit of a is a bit of a thing. Monica, what's up with you, baby doll? Uh, well, you know, uh, oh, no. I don't know if life can get any worse oh, than the no. shit that has happened since New Year's. What's going on, dude? Well, you know, I spent the New Year's in the ER with my mom. Right, I mm-hmm. didn't share that, but uh, she went in for her. Uh, a surgery right yesterday that was new Year- oh, yesterday. oh yesterday. yeah okay. yesterday we had another surgery okay. that was done and uh yeah her bowels are wrapped around all her organs isn't Man. that crazy fucking fuck mm. yeah so like her intestines are wrapped around yes oh. her intestines are wrapped around her organs so we couldn't do any surgery well here's what i like to do mm-hmm. i deal with a lot of electrical stuff <laughs> Okay, so when I get, I get around there and I find like the Ethernet lines are all wrapped around some shit, or uh-huh. like there's like a weird power situation, you get zip ties. What I well, I mean that comes after, but first thing I do is I grab one end uh-huh. and then I just wring the shit out. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> Why is it not? It's Can not. Can you not do that? No, they were not able to. So apparently, we got to wait to see the only doctor in Reno, Nevada, that does the um, the robotic surgery. Okay. Wow. So he's going to be the one to go make, in. Make a robot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. guy. Okay. <laughs> And then on Thursday, to top it off, the day we had the big storm, yeah. uh-huh. I'm sitting at my desk and I get a text message from my sister-in-law that says, hey, your dogs are running around the streets. And I'm like, oh, what? No. Perfect. Oh, I'm like, no. what are you talking about? So, okay, let me explain to you. You know how 
big the storm was, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. So I clocked out of work at 142, and mm-hmm. by 218, I was at my house. Okay. That's how crazy I drove. Yeah. And so, like, on my drive, I was calling, like, uh, the Humane Society, and I was like, oh, my God, can somebody look for my dogs? And they already had eyes on my dogs. They mm-hmm. were following my dogs. Oh, my God. It's like kids. Oh, wow. yeah, totally. And so they were able to get my dogs back to my house. Very cool. So I was like, oh, thank you so much, uh, Officer Stephanie, for helping me. Stephanie, we <laughs> love you. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Shout out to you, Stephanie. Yes. I love uh, it. <laughs> and so uh, I had to, like, makeshift my own fence because they broke through the fence board. The prison gate? Yeah. The wow. Two, the they two made, skinny yeah. ones were able to get out. You're telling me they made it past the watchtower, through the barbed wire, over the 15-foot... <laughs> how did they make it through the electrical lines? I don't understand that. The shitty thing was they went through the neighbor's fence, so he didn't have a fence. That's what so it is. So they oh. went right through there. They scoped but, it out. But like uh, the parole plan. officer said, the two fat ones couldn't fit through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so they were stuck in the yard. But I was like so thankful. I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do. That's a motherfucker, You're man. You're supposed to go around and unlock the front. I know, right? <laughs> oh, it was a horrible week. Sounds terrible, wow. man. Buddy, what's up with you, dude? Oh, you know, just working every day. As usual. <laughs> yeah. Same shit for you. Same, same shit, different day. It happens. Well, Did you go get your hernia checked yet? Oh, yeah. What up with that? Nope. Um, change of an appointment. So I got to put it on postpone. So you don't it even... Hurts, ha- you it hurts like a motherfucker, but I got to... You waiting. don't even have a surgery date yet, then. They took it away. Yes. Okay. So when are you going to get a new one? Uh, as soon as I'm able to go in, but right now I put it on hold because now my job's moving and other stuff is going on. So as soon Yuck. as that's taken care of, then I'm going to go right back in. Yuck. Yeah. I go on the 31st. You got a hernia so, too? Yeah. Remember, I got it right there in the crotch area. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Hers is in the crotch. Mine's in the belly button. Yeah. So I, I'm Yours is like in your nipple, up. right? No, I thought <laughs> I had one. And I go and I get, I'm like, dude, every time I run, it feels like, uh, I don't know, one of my balls is going to fall just right off my body or something. And they're like, okay, well, that's probably sounds like a hernia. So they sent me for an ultrasound. They yeah. give me an ultrasound. And they're like, hey, you don't have a hernia, man. So what is it? I don't know. I'm just going to keep running until one of my balls actually does fall off. And it's then still I, hurting? It's not the most pleasurable experience. Do you have a mass in there? I don't think so. I don't know what that even means. Do you like Do I, Is around? there like a lump? Do you have oh, a lump? Oh, yes. I feel... Do you feel? Like <laughs> oh, it's massive. Well, I no, I, 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 I feel every which way but right. <laughs> like, like really? Do you feel a mass in there? No, or something? no, I don't. Wow. Yeah. You should really get that checked out because look what happened to my mom. We had no idea. Her, she had a, a lump her, in her ball. Well, no, I mean that her <laughs> intestines were twisted around. I don't know. It only it's it only hurts when I run, but wow. I can't not run now because I've signed up for all these right. goddamn events. So I'm just going to keep running until uh, it either a until you end up in the ER, end up in the ER like all of us, or there's like uh, <laughs> blood in the in the stool or the urine stream, so weird. something like that. MRI wow. didn't pick anything up. Said I do not have. A, there's no trace of any hernias. Huh. So fuck myself, I guess. I don't know. Wow. All right. Well, enough about us and our medical goddamn things. 
we have horror news. We have listener mail. We have all kinds of fun stuff lined up for you people tonight. Why don't we kick it off with a little horror news? Oh, yeah. Horror news, buddy. It's horror news. <laughs> it's the Padded Room Podcast Horror News Hour. We're not going to do an actual hour of horror news. Here comes some horror news. <laughs> Horror news. Monica, what do you got? I actually don't have any. You fucking bitch. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. How about you? All right. I have a Count Chocula and Frankenberry get unique new colors for upcoming Funko Vital toys. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. Yeah. I was getting the I was getting the horror news ready uh-huh. uh, for this week's show. Oh yeah. The amount of Funko fucking bullshit. <laughs> what the fucking we're talking about little square head dolls. <laughs> oh man. All right. No, no, it was like uh I apologize in advance if I'm stepping on any of your stories. Uh slipknot Funkos. <laughs> Uh, what what else? Uh, oh, uh, uh, creep show Funkos. There's a Funko for everything. <laughs> Fucking assholes! Stop supporting Funko. <laughs> You're the reason they're popular. <laughs> I wow. know, right, Chuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we haven't heard any Funko news in a while. Let's throw them out there. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go Funko yourself. Uh, Mike Flanagan's three-hour director's cut of Doctor Sleep is now streaming. Ooh, yeah. Where? Um, uh, it doesn't say where, but you can also get the, uh, uh, digital release and all that stuff, but it includes, uh, it's brand new cut film is three hours long, 180 minutes compared to the 152 minute theatrical cut. Right. So it's, uh, yeah, you it just means that under 30 minutes of footage we haven't seen yet. Okay. I'm yeah. into that. Mm-hmm. Hope it's, hope, hope it's more overlook. Yeah. That's what I want in right? Doctor Sleep is more overlook. Upcoming Slipknot Pop Vinyl Toys Funko including Gary Taylor and the Mass Made by Tom Savini. <laughs> <laughs> no, the pictures on these are great though, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I still do not understand the Funko thing. <laughs> right. I'm sure people are out there right now are unsubscribing and deleting this podcast. That's fine. That's fine. I get that. I don't get it. I don't get the Funko. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's almost a uh, ho- trick or treat season, Halloween season. It's getting coming up right around the corner. So guess what costumes are coming out? Okay, <laughs> three from Hell's Halloween costume collection from Trick or Treat Studios includes Mister Baggy Britches mask. Okay, yeah, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. So that's getting ready to come out. Right on. Funko Spop toys based on Shutter's Creep <laughs> Show includes Creep, the Genie, and the Scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Funko Conjures that pop <laughs> Final toys of all four characters From the craft <laughs> Welcome to the Funko Podcast <laughs> I know right <laughs> The craft though I thought that was great It's like Whoa, Oh god With surprising. the fucking Funkos mm-hmm. Three different American Cycle Final toys from Funko Bringing Patrick Bateman Into the pop family <laughs> There's uh, three different versions Of this one um, It has uh, basically, one with the uh, axe with the bloody eyes, just the axe, and then one with the knife. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the only one that actually seemed kind of cool to me because I like American. American you know. Psycho? Mm-hmm. I like American Psycho. <laughs> I mean, Psycho. who doesn't? 
Uh, three more killer clans from outer space. Pop Final Toys coming from Funko. <laughs> Let's go to our Funko help desk. <laughs> so, yes, all three clowns are in there. In the oh, perfect. <laughs> How was my life complete without more Funko? <laughs> That's all I got with you oh, guys. <laughs> thank fucking Christ for that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, are you guys ready for the new uh, Travel Channel show? Uh, I don't True know. True Terror, hosted by Robert England. True Terror, explain. Uh, he's going to go to like famous like massacre sites and things like that. Oh. So it should be pretty cool. Hosted by, it's got a release date of March. Hmm. I'm interested. I'm yeah. into that. I'm I'm curious, yes. what, what's okay. going on with the Travel Channel? They just turned into like the paranormal horror network, network kind yeah. of a thing. I'm yeah. into it, but to be honest with you, I've had about an impacted colon full of Zach Baggins. Yeah. So I think he's got like four different shows on the Travel Channel. <laughs> Does right he now. really? Yeah, he's got like the Paranormal School. He's got the Ghost Adventures. He's got the, uh, what is it, the Haunted, uh, uh, not the Haunted Collector, the one where with the fucking... I don't even know. I don't. I don't watch it, so I don't know. It's it's a whole lot of oh, Zach Bag. It's the Zach Baggins network, is what it is. Wow! Yeah. I've got some big news. What? And by big, I mean huge. What? Have you guys seen Underwater yet? No. No. With Kristen Stewart? No. Mm-mm. Let me. Uh, this is gonna. It, I'm about to drop a spoiler on you. Okay. Okay. So a lot of people, a lot of speculation going on, but you don't get to. You get to see. You don't get to see the the full creature until the very end. Okay. You do get to see little, like, things about in the movie. Okay. Okay, but a lot of people thinking that they saw something at the very end, and if you you saw the movie and you think you saw what you saw, William Eubank has actually confirmed that you did, in, in fact, see what you saw. The creature at the very end of Underwater? Uh Uh-huh. Cthulhu. Oh. It's fucking Cthulhu, wow. buddy! How about that shit? Are you serious? So, I am serious! So does that mean they're making a part two? I think fucking well better should be, yes. Mm. I don't know if that's accurate, but I hope so. Wow. <laughs> I have not seen uh, Underwater yet, but now I got to fucking I, see yeah. this. I haven't now I'm even curious. heard this yet. I have heard this. He wow. d- He dropped it in an interview about uh, three days ago. Huh. It is, in fact, Cthulhu. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. I, I can't, gotta fucking see this movie. Yeah. I'm gonna oh set my. sail for it right now. Huh. Woo! Cthulhu in a yes. movie with Kristen Stewart. Eh. That, what, well, I mean, <laughs> opinions vary when it comes to Kristen Stewart. Whatever Way the hell. Go, Twilight Girl Cthulhu. Yeah, we okay, don't, we then. don't have an opinion on her. Oh, I've, I've got one opinion on her. <laughs> um. <laughs> Flat-chested? Oh, I didn't say that. Okay. <coughs> Terrible actress. Um. Oh, come on. Pale as the ghost? She's right? been in other movies that, besides the Twilights. That, that nobody been... can remember. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much watched all her movies. I, what was that? Road to Perdition? I think it was one of them. I watched yeah. the the shopper that she played shopper. in or whatever. She was in a fucking movie. I watched that one movie where she moved to the farm and there were supernatural incidents happening. Happening at, oh, in the barn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, the Messenger? I yes. She was like 12 in that I one. I watched her in that Lifetime movie where she gets raped. I can't Good help Lord, you. that guy <sighs> fucking picked the wrong person. A dead late of fuck, fuck. I can't help you with the Lifetime <laughs> so. Network. I'm, you're on your own with that. 
Uh, speaking of H.P. Lovecraft, Richard Stanley, who directed The Color Out of Space, has already signed for a Dunwich Horror adaptation. Mm. Oh, I saw this. Have you guys seen uh, the Dean Stockwell version of the Dunwich Horror? No. Uh-uh. It is on acid, and it makes zero sense. Okay. So... I think we covered it here on the show in episode four or five or something like that. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's bizarro. <laughs> Forget about it. Um, last week we did, or maybe two weeks ago, for mm. immersion therapy, we did a little TV, a little movie called Siren. You recall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you aware that there's like a TV show? A yeah. Siren TV show? I saw it. Mm. Did you watch it? I mean, I didn't watch it. I saw that it was out. It's on Freeform, and it has just been picked up for a third season. Oh, I don't think it actually has uh, that girl in Anna, it. Hannah Rose Fearman, I think, is her name. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've I don't know what free form is or where the fuck you find that. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. I I would like to think that there's some boobies in this. I, would hope so. I don't know. I re- recently had to research Pop TV. What the hell's Pop TV? They have pop vinyl on it. Get the fuck out of here. Well, and what are you watching on? Okay, then. Oh, All right. right. Pop TV. <laughs> Lastly, uh, this year we're going to have an animated Mortal Kombat movie. It's going to be called Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge hmm. oh. uh, by Warner Brothers. All right. Could be could be cool. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Scorpion's not my guy. I've never been, been a big Scorpion dude. Right. But... I'm a Mortal Kombat fanboy, so I have to check it out one way or the other, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah. Don't judge yeah. me. Don't judge me. <laughs> I like cartoons. and I, Well, I don't like cartoons, but I do like Mortal Kombat. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, then. We got uh, some listener mail to get into here, you motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. Listener mail. Mm-hmm. We are going to jump right to Tokyo, Japan with our main man, Lonely Bob. Oh, Lonely hey. Bob. Subject line, workout round two. Oh, boy. If you like that last video, here's a kickboxing workout to motivate you and the werewolves. Ooh. Let's see what he's got for us this time. Oh, yeah. Oh, you look at <laughs> you. Oh, this is what is she like? Ten, probably. But she's got a a nice sports bra. Uh, I don't know what's going on in the background here. I'm gonna lonely Bob. I'm gonna post this to the Facebook group. It's some kind of a like a Guitar Hero type of a thing yeah, where you like got a a big screen in the background. And yeah, you're you kickboxing just, to the whatever. Some young Asian ladies uh, doing some nice kicks. Yeah, and some. Uh, that's a camel toe, if I ever saw one right there. <laughs> Very nice, Lonely Bob. I'm going to jump to the end here and see if anybody gets a facial or anything. Lonely Bob, you sound like you're starting to sound creepy. <laughs> do we need to send the police over uh, there? No, no, we do not. Lonely Bob, you just keep sending us those videos. Yeah. I am 100% cool with that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got a couple voicemails coming in. Let's get right down to the dirty south with the, um... Alan? Well, yeah, but I have to tell him who he is this week. He's the, um, uh, Dennis Conroy of people that come into the podcast. Alan! 
That was wow. amazing. <laughs> and if we didn't just blow out your car speakers, here comes Alan. <laughs> Pad and room, what's up? What's up, Alan? Everybody's Hello. doing good. Um, what's up, Alan? Anyway, Terradome, give me Pinhead, and then I'm going to take the Nazi zombies. Got a boy. Not sure who Monica is. I don't think with ghosts getting associated with Satan, it goes back to the early Christian church, and they were trying to demonize the other religions' gods. You had a... Uh, Pan, who was goat-like, you had right. some other religions that had goat-like figures in them, and they were just trying to demonize them. They also believed that goats would whisper their sexual conquest into the ear of the righteous while they slept, because apparently male goats have a big old dick. I don't know about that, <laughs> but I read up on some of the stuff. That's why uh, goats and Satan are associated together. Ooh. It was the early Christian church trying to demonize other gods. Um, anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye, Alan. Thanks Bye, for calling Alan. in. I think goats get a bad rap, man. I think they're fun. Oh, yeah. You ever seen those YouTube clips of the the fainting goats? Oh, those are the best. Those are the best. Where yeah. can I purchase a fainting goat? I know. I've always I've always told myself, if I ever get a goat, that's what, I, what I'm I am going to Dude, I will set up some elaborate like scare tactics. <laughs> Like that is uh, oh d- no, I'm gonna set up like smoke machines and like whole elaborate backstory. Big old, big old thing popping up and just oh, oh yeah, boom! <laughs> they just stiffen up and fall on their side. Oh yeah, my wife, I, my I, wife is gonna kick my I ass. I think all you have to do is jump in front of it. No, look at you and just <laughs> no, no. You gotta, you gotta like whisper to the goat. Hey goat. I just heard on the news that there's a maniac uh, escaped from the mental institution. I'm just saying, goat. Not a, I'm sure we're fine. Everything's going to be cool. And I'm going to be out in the backyard with a straight jacket on. Honey, send out the goat. <laughs> that poor goat. Oh, my wife's going to kick my <laughs> Oh, I got to get a fainting goat. <laughs> Uh, let's get down to Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this doing week? Great. So far, hey, so hope good. hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone is there. We're here. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I was thinking, you know, New Year. I got the return of Lonely Bob. Mr. Barlow's back. I think this 2020 is going to be a hell of a year. I hope so. Especially yeah. for the padded room. Anyway, let's make it a good year for me and get on to the uh, Terror Dome here. Um, yeah, what do you got? You know, you got uh, Celine, the uh, death dealer, against uh, Pinhead here. Right. And I know a lot of people initially are going to, oh, Pinhead for sure. Pinhead. Have y'all really thought about what Pinhead actually does? He doesn't really do anything. He kind of gives a little head nod and some chains come out. Yeah. He's pretty badass yeah. and all that. But, yeah. But he doesn't really do anything i mean doesn't have uh you know strength or speed or he doesn't need uh, it agility or weapons what's he got he's got a knife and a chain with a hook right yeah that's it i mean so uh-huh. i think if we really look at this and we really t- break this down you know i think we're gonna have to give it to uh celine the death dealer you know i think that's uh 
actually an automatic win for her. Because <laughs> I think I so. What, huh? I know you guys placed your votes already. I got uh, French fry log cabins for anyone <laughs> that's uh, willing to move their boat over. That's an expensive uh, item. All right, now I understand. Yeah. But you like French fries. Competitions. We got the uh, the Nazi zombies and the Cenobite. Right. And, uh, well, let me just shit my uh, whole idea to bed here by uh, saying I'm going to take the Cenobites on this one because there's some bad motherfuckers right there. But and, you just uh, said. Zombies, so okay. Let me for Celine and the uh, Cenobites, guys. All right. Also, uh, I think your last <laughs> movie was Borderland. Correct. I haven't yes. seen the flick, but when you said you were going to watch it, uh, I thought, I don't know why, I thought it was that. That D. Snyder flick, Strange Land. I think. Oh, okay. yeah. This whole time, I'm like, man, that doesn't sound anything like the flick. Yeah, I figured that shit out. Too late <laughs> into it. I do like Strange. Uh, anyway, that's a good show too. Well, yeah. Well, shit. I thought there was something else. If I remember, I'll give you a call back. Anyhow, love you, like family. Bye now. All right. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks, Tom Hardy. Thank you for calling in, sir. Your votes yeah. are locked in, mm-hmm. even though they don't make any fucking sense. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys got anything for Alan, Lonely Bob, or uh, Tom Hardy? Thank you guys for yeah. calling and writing in. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. Thanks for hanging yeah. out. Uh, we've got some, some things coming up in the new year. I think everybody's going to dig. Uh, area code 775-387-0275 is a mental health hottline or the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Let us know what you think of the Terradome, immersion therapy, whatever the fuck movie you watched. We want to hear all about it. In the meantime, we've got a movie to get into. Yeah, we do. Let's go to Alaska. Ooh. Yeah. What what just happened? There's been another murder. Found her last night. This one of your missing persons? That could be. She's late teens, maybe early 20s. She's not missing anymore. What do you make of this? Ever try to saw a bone with a flat blade? Say someone tried to remove her head. Any connection to the Jane Doe? When are you going to admit there's somebody taking these girls? It's not a first time. He's done it before. He'll do it again. I can't get these off. Eight girls in the last two years, but there's not one lead except her. Cindy Paulson. She got away. Why don't you just start at the beginning? He brought me to his place. He called it his den. It was... It was more of a dungeon. Why isn't this guy on our list? Hey, Bobby. Hey, Al, good morning. Hansen's an upstanding citizen. I have testimony from a witness who... She's a prostitute that refused a polygraph. It's a dead end. She's not your problem. She's not our kid. Well, she's someone's. We're looking for a white male, early 40s, history of sexual assault, and avid hunter. That's Hanson. I need physical evidence. We're reopening the case. This guy did it, and they let him get away with it. Oh, my God. He's going to dump it all. Did you panic when you killed him? Yeah. You had their blood all over your hands. I didn't do that. I need more. Or he's going to walk. I'm gonna see if you have the guts to be honest. Oh, you think you me? You don't have any idea who I am. I promise nothing's going to happen to you. Look, he's gonna take me. Help me, please. Have you seen her? Have you seen this girl? 
won't stop, and we know who he is. Drop the gun! Have you ever seen anybody do anything like this before? That's right, inmates. We're talking about The Frozen Ground from 2013. Mm-hmm. This one is written and directed by Scott Walker. Uh, stars Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yay! Um, John Cusack and uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Mm-hmm. Now, this, here in True Crime Month, here in the padded room, is a biopic of Alaskan serial killer mm-hmm. Robert Hansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude is a bit of a piece of shit, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Likes killing prostitutes. Yeah. I don't condone that type of behavior. I don't. I don't like it. I don't care for it. I don't stand for that. I like mm-hmm. prostitutes. Uh, I mean, vocation notwithstanding, there. I know quite a few prostitutes. They're generally pretty good people. <laughs> it's legal here in Nevada. Okay, before you start casting judgment on the podcast, I'm telling you right now, it's perfectly legal in the Hi, state Steven. of Nevada. Hey, Stevesy's in the hey, house. Steven. What's up, uh, Stevesy? Cherry's also in the house. What's up, Cherry? Yeah. What's up? So this is a uh, actually a pretty accurate representation of the crimes and the life of uh, Robert Hansen, Anchorage, Alaska serial killer, early 80s. Um, what he would do, um, well, I'll just jump right into the movie, I guess. So we have Vanessa Hudgens playing a prostitute. Now, mm-hmm. we'll know her from her works in um, High School Musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was on Glee for a minute or two. Rather attractive, if I do say so myself, but only, I've seen her in other things, very attractive in this movie. Other movies, Mm-mm. you don't think so? No, Mm-mm. I don't think so. You don't think sucker she was hot pun- in this movie? No. Sucker Punch, she oh. looked good. Okay, Sucker Punch, she did <laughs> oh, look good, yeah. but Sucker Punch is a weird fucking movie, and I don't know how much of that is an actual movie and how much of that is a goddamn cartoon, so I'm going to say I like her in this movie because she's a little on the skanky side, and that's something... I am into. That's just me. That's just my own personal preference. I don't know if that means anything. But a uh, little bit of a, uh, well, she's a bit of a prostitute mm-hmm. in this one. Mm-hmm. And she looks like you would expect an early, 80s, early 80s, uh Alaska prostitute to look like. Mm. I don't know. When I think Alaska prostitute, I, I picture like somebody in a bearskin thing, yeah. you know, with oh like a, God. coming out of an igloo with like... <laughs> Do you have whale blubber for me? Mm, I will give you Eskimo kisses. With that greasy hair? I like oh, the greasy oh, hair. I, God. Thought, I thought that was okay. hot. I mean, you know, she's a prostitute. She yeah. didn't have time to rinse no, and repeat and No lather. shower available. Then she had access to a shower. <laughs> also, I didn't actually run through the entire cast list of this movie, but was that 50 Cent in there? I don't. Fifty Cent as I, the it pimp. Like it. I thought I'm ninety percent sure that that was mm-hmm. Fifty Cent as uh, the really? pimp. Really? Yeah. yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know. Looked an awful lot like him. I whoever didn't he was. Think he was born. Okay, I'll have to Google. Hey, All right, go ahead. What's up, guys? Go ahead and hey, IMDb Chris. that. Chris is in the house. What's going on, you guys? Um, so here's the thing. We're going to start off with a prostitute uh, mm-hmm. played by Vanessa Hudgens being rescued from a what I what I would assume is like a prostitute heavy hotel. 
um, not necessarily a brothel. Well, maybe a brothel. I don't know how Alaska works, but um, it's a it's a prostitute style hotel, so mm-hmm. a place where you would pay by the hour type of a thing. And she's been handcuffed and she's been beaten. And some cops come in and they actually extract her from there. And she's very happy to see them. Now, from there, we're going to cut to the police precinct where she's being questioned. She identifies her attacker, the guy that abducted her, as. Bob Hansen, who at this point in time is a very upstanding member of the Anchorage, Alaska community, mm-hmm. owns a bakery, a family man, everything you'd come to expect from a uh, uh, Alaska fucking pillar of the community, so to speak, for lack of a better term. What's up, Jason? Good evening to you, sir. And I you think- are absolutely correct. About what? 50 Cent. It was 50 Cent. Oh. Yeah. Hey, now. Wow. With the long hair. He did not look good <laughs> in this no. movie. No. They didn't They didn't do 50 Cent any favors in this movie. Um, it was a half cent. <laughs> he had like a mullet thing going yeah. on, man. Yeah. Which does not look good on a black man, I don't think. I don't know. I no. Can, no. I mean, no. Alaska pimps. That's like a whole other – we need like a National Geographic special on just Alaska pimps because I feel like that's a whole other thing right there. Anyway. It's fitty scent. Fitty scent. Sorry. <laughs> so we extract the uh, the young lady from the prostitute-ridden hotel, mm-hmm. and uh, they get her out. They question her. Uh, they bring Bob Hansen in and question him, and they basically decide to disregard the entire testimony of the young lady, mm-hmm. which is a shitty thing to do. She's a prostitute. Bob Hansen's a good guy. He's a member of the community, a uh, family man, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to believe, the prostitute or the guy that owns the bakery that uh, takes my kids up in the airplane every now and then? Right. So that's a shitty thing to do. And that is historically mm-hmm. accurate. That's exactly what happened. And that's how Bob Hansen got away with this shit for as long as he did. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. They let they cut uh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens loose. She's playing a young lady by the name of Cindy Paulson. Name's going to come up again. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to cut to a couple years in the future. We find ourselves a dead body out in the ice, in the tundra, in the mm-hmm. frozen... Um, I don't know. I don't know what Alaska's like, but I assume it's like Anchorage and then a bunch of nothing, right? Is that – I don't know. Is anybody is – do we have anybody out there from Alaska? Liz. Forrest. Yeah, Liz. Uh, I figure it's like uh, Anchorage and then just uh, 30 days of night everywhere else. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of. Too. They probably have vampires up there. I don't fucking know what's going on. Um, but uh, that's what's happening, and uh, they find themselves a dead body out there, and it is rotten. And it is bad. Oh, mm-hmm. Severe trauma. Uh, two, two, three round to the head. Mm-hmm. Two to the legs. Two to the chest. One to the head. Mm-hmm. Bad business. Uh, can't quite identify her. Actually, they, they do identify her. They identify her as Sue. I forget the last name. But the first name is Sue. And she's wearing a, a prominent bracelet is what they find on the dead body. Mm-hmm. So they take that. And they're like, oh, shit. Look at this. This is a fucking... Dead chick. Uh, they identify her as a local prostitute. Her name was Sue something. Uh, now what we have is a dead body, so we have to hand this to one of the detectives. Here comes Nicholas Cage. He's playing a detective who's two weeks out from getting out of the fucking police force. He's got himself a job. No, he's got a better job lined up with an oil company, which... 
I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly. I think I would rather be a cop than work on an oil line or an oil rig. Oil rig work, like roughneck work, sounds very daunting and taxing. And I feel like I would be filthy every day when I came home. <laughs> Being an Anchorage police officer, on the other hand, sounds very cold and really just cold. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've never been to Anchorage. Is there a lot of crime? I'm. You would think there's no crime there. I wouldn't. I, I feel like it would be like, uh, that guy shot my walrus. So, well, Liz has lived there 20 years. Okay. Yeah. I lived there for 20 years. Did anybody hey, shoot Summer? Did anybody shoot your uh walrus uh Liz? And if so, what kind of charges were the uh, walrus abuse? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Not, I, I don't know. Liz, I need some help here. Uh Anchorage is like Reno. Okay. So they probably have meth in trailers. Oh. <laughs> and desert. Okay. Some Summer's in the house. What's up, Summer? I don't think they have desert no. up there actually. I don't I don't think that's a thing too fucking cold um so he's like okay well here we have a dead body i don't want this case because i'm going to be out of here in two weeks how about you give it to somebody else Mm -hmm. and the chief is like fuck you asshole Mm -hmm. here's your case it's probably dead prostitute good news you can just kind of shove it under the filing cabinet and go on about your getting out of here in two weeks and he's like i'm not going to do that because i'm nicholas cage so he puts together the entire evidence board and he starts going through back cases and things like that. Mm-hmm. What he finds is a chain of missing and or deceased young ladies, prostitutes uh, from that area, all fitting the same physical description. Um, and now more bodies are starting to show up in the Alaskan wilderness, mm-hmm. which is kind of creepy. Lots of crime in Alaska. Okay. Towns outside. Yeah, I get that. Smell. There's a lot of missing people in Alaska. I would imagine so. Yeah, would, uh, yeah, because it's just it. nothing. If you got a dead guy, take him to Alaska. <gasps> Nobody's going to fucking find him. No, I read that, that they don't know if it's because there's a lot of alcoholism in I can Alaska. see that. People pass out and die in the they snow. Just go walking off. Or there's a lot of um, alien activity up there. Fucking aliens. 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 Mm-hmm. If you believe that. Also, <laughs> if you piss off a walrus. Oh, my God. Will Tusk come, will come and hunt you it down. It will come at you, bro. <laughs> it will not. It is. Dude, it will lo- It will hack into your email. It will fuck up some shit. Get a hold of your credit card numbers. <gasps> Dude, do not fuck with walruses. I'm yeah, Justin right Long will show up at your door. He's got, <laughs> he's got a shitty yeah. podcast. Yeah. Even shittier than this one. He's going to want to interview you for some shit. And then before you know it, you're fucking, you got him chained up in your basement. You don't know what's going on. All right, anyway, back to the serial killer stuff. So that's pretty gnarly. Right about now, we're going to cut to Bob Hansen, played by John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Now, ah. Uh, I don't know how much John Cusack got paid for this, uh, but it was too much. I can tell you that right now. Because we could have easily replaced him with a mannequin and gotten the exact same performance. I think he had like five lines in the entire movie, right? Pretty much. Uh, He did a lot of pacing around and running Mm -hmm. his fingers through his hair and, what am I going to do? I don't know. Nicolas Cage is a crapshoot as an actor these days. Either totally shitty movie or an outstanding one. Well, I mean, I think he's good, Natalie, if he's playing Nick Cage, Mm -hmm. you know? You take like a uh, Mandy, Mm -hmm. balls to the wall. But that's exactly what you want from Nick Cage. You you try to put him in some weird like romantic thing, eh, you're going to get like the the 
plastic surgery he guy. He did it's really weird. good in uh, Peggy Sue. That was 29 years ago, man. <laughs> Raising Arizona. Raising yes, Arizona was great. great <laughs> uh, what was the one where he was an Elvis impersonator uh, and he had to rescue his wife from Hawaii? What is that? Oh, that was with what's her name? The dog face. Uh, he, was it Sarah Jessica Parker? It might have been. It might have been. I don't remember the name oh. of the movie, but he had to he had to jump out of an airplane as an Elvis impersonator to get that one. Alcohol number one crime rate. Aliens come. Oh, come on! Have another shot. <laughs> I'll do a shot with an alien. I'd love to hear what they have to say. Anyway, uh, so now we're going to pick up with another young lady. Now the mo of this dude is that uh, he picks up prostitutes and exotic dancers, mm-hmm. and he offers them money to come be in some kind of a photo shoot for him. And this is actually how Robert Hansen operated. He would, they would, of course, accept the money and go with him wherever the fuck he wanted to. Mm. He would then uh, kidnap them, rape them repeatedly over the course of like a week, and then load him, load them up into his private plane, drive them out into the Alaskan wilderness, let them go, and then hunt them for sport. Yeah, uh, ice tea surviving, surviving the game the game's yes. style, mm-hmm. which is fucking nutty. Mm-hmm. Eight millimeter was one of my favorite. That's another oh, good yeah. one. That's yeah. another good one. Odd Mother, eight millimeter. Mm-hmm. Oh, Valley Girl, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Don't know that I've seen that one. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that That's one. That's with our little sweetheart from April Fools. Uh, what's her name? Deborah Foreman. Oh, uh, she's weird. I don't like oh. her. I don't like. I don't like her. Fa- I don't like her face. I don't like her like <laughs> small teeth and her beady eyes. I'm surprised <laughs> the parole officer didn't bring up uh, what was that one uh, face off? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That is a good one. And Nicholas Cage. Took his face off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so right now we're going to catch up with this uh, mo in action. There's a young lady who uh, I think she's like 17, 18. She is. Like, ready to go for one of these photo shoots. She's pretty mm-hmm. hot. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go on a photo shoot. And he, of course, abducts her, takes mm-hmm. her into his basement, chains her to, like, a weird thing, like a pillar, and, uh, like, makes a sexual playground out of her for a couple of days. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking to yourself, Darian, how the fuck is this guy getting away with this? He's got a wife and kids. He would just send his wife and kids off, like, go. Like, oh, yeah. Here's a here. Just take some money and go to your parents. Go to the fucking Disneyland. Just get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, yeah. We'll, he must we'll do make that. really good money. He owned a bakery, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, if you're in Alaska and you're freezing your balls off, a croissant. <laughs> what? Right? A croissant? I'll take. A, I'll go in for a croissant right okay. now. Uh, sure, I'll pay top dollar for a fucking croissant. This guy's probably making a killing up there. Probably. You know what I'm so um, yeah, and they would just leave. And this is this is actual like case file that they would just go in mm-hmm. weeks at a time. He would have the entire place to himself. Uh, gets down there, rapes the shit out of her, uh, makes her do a bunch of weird shit like uh, piss on the floor, and then he she has to clean it up. And then eventually the whole shit culminates when he loads her up in the plane. Mm-hmm. And then uh, drives her out in the wilderness, lets her go, and then uh, hunts her and and kills her in like a big game animal, more or less. Yeah. Shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty gnarly, uh, and that's pretty much how this that little side story is going to culminate. Now, while that's going on, we have Nicolas Cage, who's putting the whole shit together. 
He says, I'm going to I'm going to track this dude down. I'm going to get to the bottom of this fucking asshole. And this is where he comes across the testimony of uh, Cindy Paulson, played by Vanessa Hudgens. And he's like, OK, she managed to escape. This dude fits the whole M.O. She fingered him figuratively <laughs> or maybe literally. I don't fucking know. Lord of War is another good mm-hmm. one, Natalie. Um, and, uh, but the chart, and there was no charges filed. I don't understand why I need to track down Cindy Paulson, talk to her, find out what she knows about, uh, Bob Hansen. So now he goes on like a weird seedy kind of deep dive into the Anchorage, Alaska underworld of prostitution and shitty clubs trying to track down Cindy Paulson. Um, now we're going to catch up with Cindy herself. She has fallen on some hard times. Um, I mean, even worse, really, than when we picked up. She's now, uh, she's kind of gotten picked up by this predatory, I mean, she already has a pimp with 50 cent, but now she's got like another, another, there's like a dual, a double down on the pimps, because now there's like this other chick that shows up and she's like, babe, you're freezing out here. Let me take you to the club and we're going to warm you up and we're going to get you dancing. So she takes her to this shitty nightclub in uh, Anchorage and gets her started on like uh, exotic dancing and gets her started on crystal meth also. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're going to do you straight. You fit. You give me half and we we won't fuck you and you don't fuck us. So, I mean, I, is is that any better than 50 Cent? I don't think so. Well, Who would you rather have as a pimp? Another, the woman. The woman? The woman. Well, I mean, I feel like I could take the woman in a fight. <laughs> 50 Cent's probably going to ball me up pretty good. And he's you. probably hung, so I would take the woman. <laughs> oh my. I mean, there's a good chance of that also. So If I'm going to get anal raped, I'd rather have the woman. She's going to whip out a foreign object, though. <laughs> well, you know... It could be smaller. So I don't know. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking the woman. Well, I don't think she's going to get in there with a number two pencil. That'd be pretty stupid. This is a complete. Yeah. This is a complete waste of time. No, I don't think she even feels this. I'm not taking the brother. Sorry. I'll take the brother over the baseball no. bat. That's just me. <laughs> if anybody's paying attention, I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. This show has gone completely off the fucking rails. Zach says he'll take pity. Well, <laughs> I'm with Zach. <laughs> Welcome to the Monica's Asshole Show. <gasps> what is we going to put in Monica's Assholes? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So now she's like exotic dancing, and this is where. Um, you can take him, D. I think. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know, man. I'll, I mean, I'll go down swinging, but I'll probably still go down uh, there, parole officer. <laughs> so that's pretty gnarly, uh, and it sucks for her because now she's like on this con- constant downward spiral slash losing mm-hmm. streak. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, from there, we're gonna cu- we're gonna catch up with uh, Nicholas Cage. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like infiltrating, and he's kind of trying to track her down. Mm-hmm. Um, also. Just by happenstance, Robert Hansen himself happens to be in one of these nightclubs where she's dancing. So he's like, that's the hooker that got away. I got to get her and I got to put her in the ground because she can tell my story. Mm-hmm. So now we have like a cat and mouse and other cat game going on between Hansen, um, Paulson, and Nicolas Cage. So uh, the good news, though, is that Nicolas Cage has like access to the Vice Squad and he's mm-hmm. got a like a big... 
tough looking dude there that knows the ins and outs of the Alaska underground and which mm-hmm. circles and he's like running them through the whole thing mob runs girls up here mm-hmm. they go from Sacramento to Portland to Seattle to here and then they just keep rotating them and it's a fucking shit show and uh, he's like oh this is fucking nonsense mm-hmm. and um, while that's going on Hanson though is like in with one of the bouncers real shitty fuck, real big guy yeah. real shitty guy though he's like I need that Cindy girl and I'm going to get her because I got to fucking get with her. He's like, okay, it's going to cost you 10 grand. So the big guy is like well connected in the underground. Apparently he goes to uh, 50 cent and roughs him up a little bit. And he's like, Hey, you owe some money to some fucking people Mm -hmm. and I need to fucking get that girl. So you bring her to me. Your debts are forgiven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, 50 cents like, Oh shit. All right. All right. Easy. Easy there. Uh, which is pretty scary because who knows where that's going to go. Right. Uh, while that's going on, Nicholas Cage, uh, the detective, actually catches up to Paulson and brings her in, questions her again. Um, we have like a weird budding relationship between Paulson and the detective. And I thought maybe they were thinking about possibly having sex with each other at some point. No? No. Well, they went to the roller rink. You know, that's I where you take. Like he thought this could have been his could have been his daughter, yeah. which I get that too. I didn't feel no sexual, no sexual t- tension. No. Maybe I just wanted to see Vanessa no. Hudgens. In a, <laughs> he was just feeling sorry. He for was her. feeling something, yeah. I think. Uh, regard- but his wife was a hag. His wife was played by um, what's her name? Not Naomi. Um, Rada Mitchell. Silent Hill lady. Rada Mitchell. She's in it for all of about six minutes, and she doesn't like any of this. And she's on his mm-hmm. ass about, we got to sell the house, we're going to take the oil job, and you're going to live happily ever after. And he's like, okay, let me just finish this case here. Mm-hmm. And then this part I don't understand at all. So um, the, um, Paulson knows that Hanson is after her because mm-hmm. he saw her at the club. And she's like, I'm, I got to get the fuck out of here, dude, because he's going to be looking for me and he's got all these connections and I don't want any part of this shit. So she goes to the airport like she's going to leave. Uh, where she's going, I have no fucking idea. But uh, they stall her at the airport. They get there and they're like, dude, we're going to put you in protective custody. So just relax. We are going to need you to testify at some point. She's like, oh, fuck this. I don't want to go back to my parents' house. Hey, it's late, late horror shows in the house. What's up, guys? Hi, guys. We're talking about The Frozen Ground, mm-hmm. if you've ever seen it. Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, masterpiece. True crime, even. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, regardless, she's on her way out of Alaska, and mm-hmm. that's when they catch her. Um, they bring her in, and they're like, okay, dude, look, we're going to put you in protective custody, which apparently in Alaska <laughs> means you go stay at the detective's house. <laughs> yeah. Do they not? I don't. That sounds ridiculous to me. Custody. Come to my guest room. That's the safest place in Alaska. That would be okay with me. It's Why? safe. I'm, sure it would. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the detective's house. What yeah, could but if he's happen? if he's sound asleep in the next room, somebody could easily creep in there. Well, he's got a gun. Well, yeah, and he's also uh, sound asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say no to the detective's house. That's just my opinion. Uh, regardless, now we, something we have to remember is that uh, Cindy Paulson is, I think, like eighteen, nineteen at this point, right. and she comes from a very troubled family. Mm-hmm. So she goes to stay at Nicholas Cage's house, and while she's there, she overhears him and his wife arguing about mm-hmm. shit, and the wife is like, "She can't stay here. This is crazy," and he's like, oh, "What am I gonna do? I gotta put her somewhere. So I don't fucking know." 
And she's like, well, you got to get her. And he's like, oh, it's just for one night. So I don't, I don't know. She's got to be keep her safe. And while she's hearing this and she's like, oh, okay, fuck this shit. I'm out of here, dude. Mm-hmm. So she grabs her bag, walks right out the front door through the Alaskan wilderness in the middle of the night and catches a cab on a random freeway. Because why not? I guess that's something that just happens. Cabs go through the Alaskan wilderness on I a regular. I guess they don't have bears there. They do. I, I know, know I'm they being do. Sarcastic. They do. But she was wearing a fur coat. So oh. Like oh. I think that I think that threw off the bears. The bears was like, "I'm going to eat myself a prostitute." Oh no, that's not. That's that's just a fucking badger okay. it sounds a little off but you look that's like a, a bear so. that's a ba- that's a skinny legged badger wearing knee high black leather boots I don't, I nothing to worry about there don't fucking fuck off it's a prostitute it's a pro- prostitute badger is what it is just you don't want you don't want to eat that thing man it's going to give you some weird mouth stuff monica wants to be snowed in with a stranger yeah no only tom hardy god <laughs> Jesus. Bah. Yeah, get it right. Get it Tom right. Tom Hardy. Bear. Uh, so she's now in the wind once again. She goes back to the pimp's place, uh, 50 Cent's place, and he's like, well, all right, then. Get your ass back to work. So she goes out and starts turning tricks or like half-ass trying to turn tricks. Uh, not having a good night. And it's snowing like a motherfucker and she's freezing. So she goes back to the club thinking she can get on stage. Instead of getting on stage, though, she just runs right to the ladies' room, does a bunch of drugs, and borderline to ODs. Now, once she walks into the club, the bouncer calls Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen shows up as about the time that Nicolas Cage realizes that she's no longer in his guest room. So him and his big, ugly vice squad guy are going through the streets of Anchorage trying to find her. Mm-hmm. Him... Robert Hansen and the big mean bouncer converge on the same club at the same time. Now, bad news, Cindy has completely OD'd. I don't know what kind of drug she was doing, but she was snorting them off the back of a toilet, <laughs> which is not a good sign, yeah. my friends. I'm all for drug use, my friends, but, you know, you got <laughs> you to gotta have standards. You got to maintain. You know what I'm saying? You got to take a look in the mirror at some point and be like, I'm in a strip club in a ladies' room snorting... Uh, fucking some kind of stuff off of a toilet bowl i I probably should reevaluate reevaluate a few things in my life um good news though robert hansen like follows the wrong chick or something ends up in like a weird fire exit nicholas cage actually gets to the uh the right ladies room where she is Mm -hmm. and gets her out of there gets her out of there checked into a hospital and uh everything's cool for a minute now about this time, this whole time, Nicolas Cage has been trying to get somebody to sign off on a search warrant for Hanson's house. Mm-hmm. More bodies are being found. They all have 223s in them. So he's like, we find ourselves a fucking 223, and we will nail this prick to the wall. And you're like, well, the, he's like, the DA is a real prick. He's like, I need evidence. I need evidence. He's like, I have witness testimony. I have a string of different murders, all fitting the same description. He brings in an FBI profiler. FBI profiler pretty much draws him a picture of Robert Hansen, uh, outdoorsman, single, Caucasian, mid-40s, probably stutters. stutters, some kind of a weird 
social anxiety type of a thing going on. But nobody wants to listen to anybody. So he's like, I just need more evidence, you fucker. And he's like, well, give me a search warrant. I'll go into his house, find the 223, and then you'll have your evidence. And he's like, not without more evidence. Well, where the fuck am we going with this then? We're just chasing each other around, you asshole. Right. So in the meantime, more bodies are being found in the Alaskan wilderness. And they're all gross. <laughs> They've all been, like, mauled by bears and mm-hmm. uh, frozen to the core and, like, sludgy. And they fucking bullet they all have bullet holes from a 223 in them which is gross mm-hmm. and uh they they find another one like after like the third or fourth one they bring they find all kinds of nasty shit on this body mm-hmm. somebody tried to decapitate her with like a flat blade mm-hmm. which is completely gross i mean i don't i'm not one for decapitation but if you're gonna do it man do it like a clean chop Somebody came in here with like a butter knife and tried to cut this poor lady's head off. Yeah. Disgusting. That's disgusting. That's uh, unruly. Forget about it. Rude is what it is. It's just rude. He's hanging on his wall. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing with this shit. Uh, anyway, at this point, uh, Nicholas Cage is like, I got Robert Hansen, dude. I know this is the fucking guy. Mm-hmm. I just need to find a little more evidence so that I can actually arrest his ass and bring him in. Uh, we can question him. We can hold him. We can do whatever we we want to. Once we just do, we just need that fucking search warrant, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So uh, about this time, Cindy Paulson comes out of her um, drug induced coma, um, OD, whatever it is, and we get like some very uh, touching uh, interview time between him and uh, her, and she's telling him about what a shitty upbringing she had and he's bringing up to her about how his wife was or his sister Sister. was killed by a drunk driver and he kind of blames himself in a weird way Mm -hmm. um it's very very nice and she's like oh sorry i fucked up your your house and your wife is mad at you and all that stuff and he's like i forget about it so um good news we finally get hansen on a search warrant now they've been staking him out this whole time uh, we see Hanson spot them in their car, so he kind of hits the panic button. He grabs a bunch of like weird jewelry and like little trophies mm-hmm. he's kept from his victims and his kid, and they get in the plane and go hauling ass into the uh, Alaskan wilderness. Mm-hmm. They try to stop the plane from taking off, but it's too late, and he's already gone, dude. He's like out in the fucking tundra somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring it in. He, we follow him out there. He takes the the bag of evidence and like he's got like these weird safe block boxes set up, and he basically hides the shit in there. Uh, plane comes back and they're like, oh, you motherfucker! But they finally get the search warrant signed, so they're like, we're gonna turn your fucking house upside down, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, arrest him under suspicion of kidnapping and rape for Cindy Paulson. She's ready to testify if necessary. Uh, Start questioning him. In the meantime, they are going through his house with a fine-tooth comb. Find a lot of stolen shit. And this is a funny thing about Robert Paulson. He was also a raging kleptomaniac. Stole everything he could get his hands on. Mm -hmm. All the trophy heads stolen, uh, just like trailers and bunkers and sheds full of stolen shit on his property to what end i have no idea plus he was involved in like this weird insurance scam where he would uh steal shit insure it then claim it as like being stolen or destroyed or something and then try to bring in the money from the insurance and that's okay oh you like that yeah i like you're a fucking criminal (laughs) 
You're a criminal. I call that the five-finger discount. The five-finger discount. All right. Insurance fraud for any of our law it's enforcement. It's okay. It's not. A, it's a felony. Whatever. Don't get caught, you guys. <laughs> if any of our law enforcement uh, listeners are paying attention, this one right here. <laughs> Keep an eye on her. I'm guilty. We don't endorse any of it. <laughs> and the, the, uh, view, uh, opinions and views of Miss Monica do not reflect those of the Padded Room podcast. Um, so that's pretty gnarly. So they're like, they find just all kinds of stolen shit. All the trophy heads in his uh, den, all stolen. They're like, well, we can put them away, but he's going to be out in a year or two. So unless you can find that two two three rifle, then we're going to have to cut a deal with the DA. He's going to be, he's going to be like a misdemeanor type of a thing. And uh, here comes Paulson's attorney. Pretty soon we start actually questioning, or not Paulson, uh, Hanson's attorney. We start questioning Hanson. Uh, Cage is really putting the screws to him while they're searching searching mm-hmm. the house, yeah. going back and forth, and they keep calling him. Hey, man, we don't have a two two three. We got a shit ton of stolen guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like an extra five years onto his sentence, but we don't have any kind of murder or anything. Mm-hmm. He's like motherfucking fuck. Keeps the, the pressure on, holding him without bail on suspicion of murder. Suspicion, mm-hmm. no actual charges filed yet. Uh, from there. He's like, motherfucker, we're going to have to let him go unless he confesses. So he comes up with this ingenious ingenious scheme. The bracelet that the chick gave him at the beginning of the movie, he's got that. Mm-hmm. And he's relatively sure. He's It's a big gamble here. But he thinks that if he shows that to Hanson, he can convince Hanson that they found that wherever he dumped it, mm-hmm. i.e. the other one that the sister never took off. Right. I know I'm probably not making a lot of sense right now. You're just going to have to bear with me. So he goes in. He's like, look what I found, fucker. We found all the other evidence, too. We know exactly where you put it. And mm-hmm. as soon as the ground thaws, I'm going to go out there and find the rest of it, you son of a bitch. And he's like, oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, but you can see him getting nervous. And John mm-hmm. Cusack, I actually think, did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. Despite the fact that he only had like five or six lines on the whole movie. He's like, oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then we get this whole diatribe, misogynistic, uh, granted, but he's like, uh, you know, they're just prostitutes, man. You pay them for services rendered, and then sometimes they don't deliver and they need to be taught a lesson, right? And he's like, uh, well, I mean, I don't, I get these urges and I don't know. And you can see he's almost on the point of cracking. Mm-hmm. And then we march Cindy Paulson, Vanessa Hudgens into the room, and she's like, and he loses his shit. He's like, that effing C. I'm not going to say it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I should have killed you when I had the chance, you bitch. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's an admission. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Mr. Hansen. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, we get the call from the Hansen house. They actually did find the 223s, and they found a weird map behind the headboard of his bed with a bunch of little tick marks all over the Alaskan wilderness. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is where you're hiding all the evidence, and there's probably more bodies out there, isn't there, you son of a bitch? And from there, he confesses to, I believe, 11? 17. 17 actual murders. And... Um, we go each time we go to one of these little tick marks on the map. We find more bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I he was convicted of seventeen. There's probably they're thinking there's probably a lot more mm-hmm. uh, dead dead prostitutes out there, but seventeen is what we what he copped mm-hmm. to. I think he got life without. Is that right? Or the did he is 
Alaska. It was like, like three hundred and sixty-four years. Oh, that's years. right. It was like four hundred and sixty-one years plus life. Yeah, plus two lives or something. That he's not. He, he's, he's not. Never getting, getting he's out. never going to yeah. get out, and that's for the best because uh, you know prostitutes are okay in my book, and mm. I don't think uh, I like anybody that kills prostitutes. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't care for that. Mm. I don't like that at all. What did you guys think of um, the frozen ground? It was okay. What do you mean it was okay? Well, I mean, I've seen what this did... movie so many times okay. that I'm used to it. What are you, some kind of a Robert Hansen super fan? No. She's got a poster of Robert Hansen no, in the bedroom. No, I don't. I just... He's so dreamy. Like I was telling you earlier, I've watched all of Nicolas Cage's movies, and John Cusick is just so blah. Like I said, no. we probably could have replaced him with a mannequin in this movie and gotten the same performance. But, but you're right. His best part was when he got mad at the end. Yeah, that like was... when he exploded. Yeah, that was about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great show. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. I don't know that I would call this so much a horror movie as it is like a crime drama thing. That doesn't make it bad. It's still a pretty good show. Oh, it's better than your Zac Efron movie. Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, a hundred oh, times yeah. better. Oh, what the, what? What the no, what, hey, oh my no. god. Yeah. You guys are out of here. <laughs> Listeners, who <laughs> what do you think? Zach Efron or this movie? This movie. Oh my god. Not said anything. You're exactly right, Danny. Uh he probably could have beat the rap if he would have just kept his fucking mouth shut. I don't know that that's how it actually went down in reality though. I think that's just for the Excuse me, the point of the movie. Yeah, oh, he already right, died? He, died, he in died in 2014. As a matter of fact, he died August 21st, which is my birthday of 2014. Oh, wow. It's also interesting. my wife's birthday, <laughs> right. which makes things very awkward around here <laughs> on August 21st because I'm like, Buddy's having a birthday party. Well, we're all kind of My wife is having a birthday party. I've never seen it. Now I want to see it. It's definitely worth a watch, Danny. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Check it out. It's on uh, yeah. where did, where did, uh, Amazon Prime is mm-hmm. where I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good show. Crime drama. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of gore. Not a lot of rape or any of that stuff. But if you're into it, and you can actually research the case online if you want. Just oh, yeah. do a Google search of uh, Robert Hansen, Anchorage, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Bring mm-hmm. up all the facts. A lot of uh, crime scene footage. Just or. Like pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, disgusting, frozen, uh, dead young ladies. If you're into that sort and of the thing. the guy is so nerdy looking. He is. Like, oh, yeah. I'm serious. Dude, if you would have picked me He's up, a doofus. I would have bashed your fucking head in. He's a doofus. Well, oh, I mean, if he has God. a gun or something, you know. Well, I'm going to go out fighting. I'm well, not getting raped. Me neither. That's the bottom line. Me neither. Um, but if it is 50 Cent doing the raping, oh, I'm, <laughs> we're back on 50. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to say right now, if he, if he, if it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put it in your ass or I'm going to, I'm going to be gonna like, give you I this table leg. that bullet, please, before I take that horse. Are you calling 50 Cent a horse or I'll take the horse before I take the table leg. I feel like at least there's some pliability with the, I watch a with lot the of porn So do so I. I know African-American men are like horse men. Well, if, if they're on Pornhub, then they are naturally <laughs> going to be the biggest of the big. All right. This is a, yeah. Once again, we've gone completely I off the rails. I will eat the bullet. I'll be like, please kill me, sir. Oh. Kill me. You know what? Uh, 
Yeah, probably me too. <laughs> I don't think I want any part of any of it, to be honest with you. All right, gang. That was um, uh, Frozen Ground. The Frozen Ground yes. from 2013. I say it's a good show. Uh, you get yeah, Nicolas Cage. watch it. John yeah. Cusack. Minimal John Cusack. Um, I like me some Vanessa Hudgens. Especially in this movie. I like a skanked up Vanessa Hudgens. Mm. That's just me. Nobody else thought nope. thought she was hot nope. in this? All right. She's a cute girl. I just didn't care for her greasy hair. I it lo- was very upsetting She's to supposed to be a prostitute. Why is it so upsetting? Well, take a shower, honey. She's a prostitute. Really? Yeah. Okay, if you're hooking up with a prostitute, you want to smell leftovers? Or if I'm hooking up with a prostitute, <laughs> the smell. I, I want a refreshed the prostitute. Sm- the smell is the least of my worries. Oh, my what, God. What do you think I'm going to do? Give her a bad Yelp review or something? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us, Psycho Bunny Death Cult and YouTube subscribers. Uh, we will see you next week with, uh, what do we decide? What are we going to do next week? All right, we're going to do The House on the Hill, which is based on the uh, Leonard Lake Charles Ng case here in True Crime Month in the Padded Room. Join us for that. We are going to take us a little break, and we'll come back with some other stuff.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. I would not mind. You know what? I, you know what I think I would do an Alaskan cruise. That sounds pretty good, I right? Would do oh yeah. That. I wouldn't mind seeing like the icy wilderness in the you know the frozen wastes from a distance from from a from like a, a window <laughs> in, a, right. in a heated cabin type of a thing <laughs> yeah. from looking an all out, you looking out the tanning booth. <laughs> at, yeah, as I'm as I'm stocking my plate at the all you can eat buffet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh you'll get the ice, ice, and there's the walrus that's pissed off. <laughs> um, Okay, let's move it along. I saw it. I always thought that would be a cool way to get married. On the cruise ship with some big glaciers. Yeah. And everybody's dressed in white. And, and puking then, overboard. And then you're like getting married and they release the white doves. That would be super cool well, to I don't me. think doves, doves will get very far up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Freeze and fall down. Maybe, maybe like pelicans or something is what you, you want. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the wildlife situation is like up there. But I think that's, I think that's good for me for Alaska. You guys ready to get into the Terror Dome? Oh, yeah. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. Six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face, with blackish eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. Let's get down to business with last week's winners, you maniacs. Singles competition, we had Pinhead versus Celine. The vampire was fast and resilient, dodging effortlessly the attacks of the demon. But under such a flurry of hooks and chains, it wasn't long before Celine's blood began to drip, then spill, then gush. Her wounds could not heal fast enough, proving that even a vampire could bleed out. With a vote of 5-2, to two, Pinhead advances over Celine. Yay! All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, vampire, mm-hmm. you know, te- te- technically immortal. But I feel like if anybody's going to find a way to kill a vampire that's not named Van Helsing, Pinhead, right? Yep hooks, chains. You saw what he did to Uncle Frank. He basically exploded him. Mm-hmm. 
for fuck's sake. Well, if he wanted to, they could be like in a room and he could just rip the walls apart and sunlight could come There's in that too. too. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. very real vulnerability. I don't think uh, Pinhead is at all bothered by sunlight. Nope. Let's take a look at the team's competition, dudes. In team's competition, we had the Nazi zombies versus the Cenobites. The Cenobites had been forced back into the labyrinth. They had had destroyed several of the undead soldiers, but in the end, it was one of the human scientists that found a way to find and close the Toymaker's box, banishing them back to which they came. With a vote of 5-2 to two also, the Nazi zombies advance over the Cenobites. Yay! Right. It's a bad week for the Cenobites, man. Yeah. A pinhead came out on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Because he's the boss, man. He is the boss of the Cenobites, I mm-hmm. think. Boss. I like that. Let's get into this week's up matchup, shall we? Yes. In singles competition, we are in the Inferno Conference round 15. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at writing things. There is a harsh reality that exists within the human psyche, somewhere in between full consciousness and long overdue REM sleep, the world of the insomniac. Being completely and utterly exhausted, yet unable to sleep was a living hell. Allison had come to know it well. Kruger had brought it to her. Death was the only escape, (laughs) if even that would free her from his grasp. With her classmates dying left and right, she had no choice but to band together with what few Elm Street children were left. Together, they would try anything to keep from falling asleep. Drugs, alcohol, promiscuous sex, anything. Anything to keep the heart racing and the Sandman at bay. Then, Rod produces a strange YouTube clip. The description says it's guaranteed to keep you up at night. That's as far as they got before hitting play on the browser. Strange images of a girl climbing out of a well. The clip ends, the phone rings, and the rest is history. Singles competition. We have Freddy versus Samara. Monica, what do you think of that one? Uh, Fuck you, Samara. I'm going with Freddy. Oh, God. How do you figure that? How do you, how do you, what do you? How is she going to kill him? Water puts out fire. How about that? It's a water versus fire thing, ma'am. If that was the case, why haven't they killed Freddy in seven movies? They technically did. No, they didn't. It had nothing to do with water, but they still, they I don't know. No. All right, buddy. Uh, Samara on this okay. one. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Freddy. <laughs> no, I am taking Samara also. And the reason for that is that uh, it's, a, it's a water versus fire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... They both feed on fear, but in order for Freddy to strike, he has to drag you into his realm, his dream realm. Right. For, uh, Samara actually comes into your house. She'll come out of the TV. In seven days. You got a week, which I, I think is actually very courteous. Oh, I think my it's a nice, God. I think it's a nice touch, you know? Oh. Freddy doesn't give you seven days. He just okay. waits until you take a nap and then yeah, you're done. Yeah, exactly. Rude. That little bitch has got to sleep sometime. Rude. <laughs> I am taking Samara on that one. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Well, I hope it's better than that oh, one. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the carnival was nearing the end. Oh, it's already so good. 
I'm off. To, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll this week, boys and girls. The carnival was nearing the end of its circuit, and things were getting desperate. Food and money were running low, and attendance was down all the way around. Andre Toulon's mystical puppet show had been a great draw at the start of the run, but now, getting into the rural areas, the rubes were only coming out for the gambling tents and the live girl attractions. The rest of the midway was sitting on their collective thumbs. But on this night, in this small town, the shows were completely empty. The ringmaster himself had never seen anything like it. Not a single ticket sold, not a single ass in a seat, not even a pocket to pick. Nothing. It was as though the entire town had vanished under the light of the full moon, taken away to some far-off freak show with bigger attractions and brighter lights. Then the howling began, loud and thunderous from just outside the tree line. Team's competition, we have the werewolves versus the Puppet Master Dolls. <laughs> what do you think, Monica? Oh, I am so for the puppets. Okay. Because <laughs> the werewolves, what are they going to do? They're going to knock the puppet over. Or the puppet's going to fall apart. Werewolf's going to go back to being a man. The puppets can put themselves together. Toulon can put them together. And they'll be... Okay, number one, that's assuming that Toulon survives the night, which is a bit of a stretch. He's mm-hmm. an old man, and he doesn't he doesn't okay. get around so well. if he doesn't, the puppets can put themselves back together. I don't know that they can. <laughs> Have you ever seen them actually die? Like, die where they don't resurrect well, themselves? If, if you count that last one, uh, what was it, the Littlest Reich? Yes, they did <laughs> die in that one. Quite a few of them did. That's because they were trying to end the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> but they died. They did die. <laughs> Buddy, what do you think of this one, dude? <laughs> Werewolves. Thank you. I am What's also... What's the werewolf going to do? Shred eat wood? the suckers. They're going to eat wood? They're going to bite a piece of wood? Look at your fucking couch, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Your dogs eat the shit out of your furniture. Monica. Yeah, that's... Hey, those are they, dogs. Those are <laughs> dogs. <laughs> they eat the furniture. Yes, they will yeah. fuck... You are you want me to drag right. some of my son's old action figures in here? <laughs> Rubble has <gasps> fucking pounded those Oh, things. my God. Oh, my God is right, Monica. <laughs> you people voting better have logic in here. <laughs> Please have some yeah. logic. Yeah, tell me how a werewolf can kill a a puppet. The same way it out took, of the wood. The same way it took down your entertainment center, lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Those are your Teradome matchups for the weekend, mates, and singles competition. <laughs> oh, a little tense all of a sudden, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> singles competition, it's Freddy versus Samara. Teams is the werewolves versus the puppet master dolls. Get us your votes by next week if you can. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or on the old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're pondering those fights, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? How about Ever After from 2018? You guys seen this one? Mm -mm. It's German. uh, Post-apocalyptic zombie outbreak. Two teenage girls get kicked out of their um, settlement 
and uh, have to go to the next settlement because they think they might have the cure because one of them got bit. Mm-hmm. Turns out to be more of like a fairy tale odyssey type of a situation. Okay. It's mm. kind of why it's not the best thing I've ever seen. How about Sweetheart from 2019? Mm-hmm. You guys get a chance to check this one out yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty fucking dope. It's, blue, it's from streaming on Netflix right now. It's from Bloomhouse. Uh, young lady gets marooned on an island. And oh yeah, I did see. You this. did get to yeah, watch this one. Yeah, I did. And there's a there's a gnarly sea creature that is hunting that island. Uh-huh. It's a pretty yeah. good show, and when you actually get to see the fucking thing, mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's it's like a shark man is what I would call it. What do you think, Monica? I um oh god, I almost felt like he was part of the like Black Lagoon. I could see that. Dude yeah. Too. Yeah. He, it was good. It was pretty, pretty dope. And when he gets to huh. fucking people up, he mm-hmm. fucks some people up. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't hide because he can smell no, you. Yeah. He can smell you. <laughs> yeah. You are fucked. You're fucking done. You got to get that. The only, the only way you get out of there is he sleeps during the day. But even still, you're marooned on a desert island. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to swim or anything. Right? Yeah. You're fucking done. Uh, I also watched The Lighthouse from 2019. How was that? It is very strange. Um, it's from the same guy that did The Witch. So it's in that vein of waiting till the very, very end to figure out what the shit is going on. Uh, if you like Robert Pat- Pattinson and you want to see him beat his dick, hmm. you get to watch that. Yeah, you do, buddy. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, Willem Dafoe. It's basically these two guys in the early 1800s get dropped off at a lighthouse. They have mm-hmm. to man the lighthouse. Uh, they're supposed to get picked up in four weeks. At the end of the four weeks, though, a massive storm comes in, so mm-hmm. they kind of get stuck there. Uh, the only supplies they have are minimal food, but shit tons of booze. Mm-hmm. So they just go on a bender, and they start revealing things about themselves, and it gets pretty gnarly, and it just gets drunker and drunker and more. There's like a lot of weird visuals with like uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, dream sequences and possible mermaids and stuff oh, like that. Uh-huh. It's it's one of those slow burn type of movies, hmm, and okay. it really makes you wonder what the fuck is going on. Hmm. Lastly, I watched Mary from 2019. You guys heard of this one? Mm-mm. Haunted uh, boat. Yes, uh, with oh, uh, Gary our friend. Yes. yes. This God, is, he's awesome. This is a pretty good show. Did you watch this one? Yes. It's a like pretty good three show. three times already. Yeah. Pretty good show, man. <laughs> it uh, The the boat is haunted. They mm-hmm. I, I didn't care for the ending. Because, I mean, they start oh. off with the interrogation. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, you're like, well, she's the only one that lived. There's probably a reason for that. I didn't even think that, see? Well, I mean, they keep... it's. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but up to that point, it's a pretty good show. Okay. It's a haunted houseboat. Gary Oldman's in it, takes his family out, and then shit gets all fucked up. Hmm. I would love to do that in real life. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I would love to live in it. Those dream sequences, they were pretty horny. Right? (laughs) I mean, the whole thing stems from... You know what the figurehead is on a boat? Mm-hmm. It's like it's a it's a hot chick, and it's like. And hey, you don't want one of those on your boat. I mean, if it's like haunted or something, then yeah, because then you have horny dreams about her all the time. <laughs> Unless you're a chick, then she's all hostile and pissed off. But regardless, that's how that rolls out. All right, <clears throat> and that's all I'm looking at, Monica. What do you got? Uh, I really didn't do much. Uh, I watched. I 
I finished all of Shit's Creek. Okay, nice. I started season six that I found on a channel called Pop TV. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I watched, I was telling you last time that I forgot to mention, I brought in the New Year, New Year's Day as my first horror movie was Nightmare on Elm Street of 2000, or yeah, 2020. Was my first horror movie. Oh, but was it the original Nightmare? Yes, okay. the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what did you? What, okay. Now let's just be objective for a uh-huh. second. Watching it in 2020, uh-huh. what did you think? I enjoyed it I... because it was one of the movies in eighth grade that I watched that terrified me. Okay, but watching it in 2020, uh-huh. did you still like it? I still liked I, it. I can't, man. I'm sorry. I liked they, it, and I think they went downhill after this uh, movie. I still think number three is my favorite. Dude, when you watch it now, and Heather Langenkamp starts setting up those Home Alone devices. <laughs> I, see, I didn't look at it like Come that. On. I was just like, I love... And I she's love- smiling her way through all of the chase sequences. The part, <laughs> dude, the part where she gets behind Freddy and gooses him. Hey, who? <laughs> Come on now. Oh, whatever, babe. I, I'm not, I don't want to shit on your favorite movie, but there's some very silly stuff going on there. Yeah, I still found it to be good, a good movie. Okay, all right. Um, and I watched, uh, let's see, A Fall from Grace. That's okay. that new movie on Netflix. Now, yeah, I've seen it. How's that? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, if you're a man or a woman and you're in your 60s... <laughs> which which you are. tend to be. <laughs> Most people well, are. <laughs> if you're in your 60s and you think a fucking 30-year-old hot piece of ass really loves you, you're a fucking idiot. I hope and, I'm that alive in my 60s. And you know what I mean? you better get ready to be ripped off. You if should If you're be. a man or a woman. You, you definitely should. Uh, it's this, it's yeah. that kind of story. <laughs> okay. You know, she's... Yeah. Like when she finds out that her mortgage has not been paid and she's like, my house has been paid for like 20 years. And they're like, uh, no, you took out a mortgage on your home. And she's like, no, I didn't. Uh-oh. No, your hot husband did. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I watched that other new one on Netflix called Dead Con. I was looking at that. Yeah, I was What too. is that? I liked it. Okay. Uh, it's like YouTube celebrities, uh-huh. and they get put in this hotel that has a haunted history oh, of cool. murder in this room. Nice. And so it's very creepy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, check I really that one liked out. it. Sounds good. And uh, I forgot to mention last week I watched The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I heard that was really bad. What? That's what I, I, so loved what I heard. I loved it. Okay. Oh my god! Fuck, like we could have done that next week. <laughs> I I told Buddy that um, the gruesome, like bloody scenes and yeah. murder scenes really shocked me. That uh, Hillary Duff would have done a movie like this. I was like, wow! Alrighty, I gotta rewind that. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Right on. Mm-hmm. And that's all I watched, Buddy. I finished season one of V Wars and uh, seven episodes in on the order. On the what? The order. The order. Yeah. Okay. What is that all about? Uh, that's got like supernatural elements. There's werewolves, witches, uh, golems. Um, yeah. Sounds oh. fun. Yeah. It's not too bad. Right on. I'll have to check that huh. out. All righty. Well, let's jump right into some immersion therapy, shall we? 
Immersion therapy. I like this movie. Um, it's a remake. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the original, but the original is a trauma film. Hmm. We're talking about Mother's Day, obviously. Uh, the original is pretty fucking silly. It's uh, you got like a redneck family. And uh, the, there's, like, a matriarch, and they kidnap chicks, and she has to, like, sign off on them as to which one they're going to reproduce with. Is oh. it from the 70s, late 70s? I want to say, like, early 80s area. Okay. It's a, it's I feel a, like I watched it before. Yeah, it, it's pretty fucking wacky. But this mm-hmm. one is much better. Um, but it does have one of my pet peeves in it. And I don't know. I think this is probably a directing fault more than anything. It's... You guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Hair plug guy grabs the shotgun and starts wrestling with the the, the tweakery kind of a guy. And right behind hair plug guy is big black guy who could easily intervene at any moment. But instead, what we get is, oh, what? Okay, what? okay, no, you go. Wait, no, me go, you go, we'll go. And in the meantime, hair plug guy gets his head blown completely off. Yeah. I hate that shit. I hate that. Mm-hmm. That is... Um, I think it's a directing thing. You got this character. You want to get rid of him. You can't really come up with a feasible way to do it. So we all just have to stand around and sort of half-ass act like we're going to get involved but not really do it. Right. Because we have to get rid of this character. Mm-hmm. I hate that. It, it's just, I see that. It, it's it's like the fight scene, the big gang fights, where if you look in the background, you just see a lot of this stuff going on. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you over here. No, you're not. I'm gonna go over here. I hate that, man. It drives me crazy. Uh, other than that, it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I never really thought about it until Monica said something last week. But Rebecca De Mornay has kind of, she's kind of typecast as a crazy bitch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially now, later in her career. Ever yeah. since uh, what is that? The cradle. The hand that rocks the yeah. cradle. Rocks the cradle yeah. What you know? What I think it is. She's got those beady blue eyes, uh-huh. and when she like opens up on you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's about it, man. Uh, what'd you guys think of um, Mother's Day? Loved it. I liked it. This is like my third, fourth time watching this. It's a good show. Yeah. I like it. And I like the sun. Which one? The big one. Oh, yeah. The one that takes her to the... uh, Yes. Yeah. He's got kind of a... like a freaking hot. Like a... Yeah, like a Brad Pitt thing going on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, he could beat the shit out of Brad Pitt. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) He's bigger. Uh, That doesn't mean anything. Well, that doesn't mean that's Tyler Durden you're talking about. He's a good looking guy. I'll give him that. Yeah. I'll give him that much. <laughs> Not a bad show. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it better than the original. And the, the family, I mean, not the family, but the guests and everybody, they were fucking idiots. They were like, the biggest bunch of pussies I ever saw yeah, in my life. They just gave up. Finally, one of them grows a pair and grabs a shotgun and they all just stand around. And nobody helps. No, or when yeah. the cop comes and he's like, 
Wink at me twice if there's something going on. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I would be winking. I'd be winking my fucking ass yeah. off. The guy would think mm. I was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm coming out the front door. I'm running, yeah. dude. As soon as I see that cup. <laughs> yeah. I got a set of wheels on me, buddy. They're going to have to catch me. <laughs> right on, guys. Buddy, what do you got for us this week, dude? All right, this week, let's check out 2018's Head Count. It is written and directed by Ellie Callahan, stars Isaac J, J Lee, and Ashley Morgan. Very cool. This one's streaming on Netflix? Yes, it is. Beautiful. Check that out, inmates. We'll do the same. We'll compare ourselves some notes next week. Mm-hmm. Right now, we need to educate Miss Monica. Yeah, we do. Educating Miss Monica. Uh, I'm at a complete loss here, Monica. Something about a cave and a fucking meteorite and a mm-hmm. metal b- monster. Mm-hmm. This, I have a feeling it's going to be a sci-fi original. We did this movie. No, we did not. Yeah, we did. All right, what? <laughs> it's called Thirst. Thirst? Yeah. The Korean vampire movie? No, the metal alien that landed in the desert. And remember, they took the five kids out that were badass kids to teach them how to survive in the wilderness. This is not ringing any bells to me at all. Yeah, we did this (laughs) movie. Do you remember? I don't remember this either. Yeah, you did. You had us do this movie. That's how I remember it. Was it for the full treatment it was for i believe immersion therapy fucking i have no idea really none whatsoever you're sure it's called thirst yes it's an alien uh were they in the desert yes is that why it was called thirst yeah because the alien had to suck the life out of people Um, to survive go ahead i'm gonna imdb this right now yeah and the uh, one of the uh instructor or whatever guys counselors was uh his character in the movie was a UFC, UFC fighter. Counselor. Yeah, that killed somebody. So this was like the only gig he could get. <laughs> Thirst from 2015. I'm looking at the still. None of this looks even vaguely familiar to me. I don't think I've ever seen this movie there, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, we did this movie. Carl. It doesn't look familiar to me either. I think you're full of crap. No, we did this movie. (laughs) It's quite possible. I mean, this is episode 410. So it is quite possible that we did, in fact, do this. It's not ringing any bells to me, though. Actually, I think we did it for an alien month. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's how I remember watching this movie. All righty. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, hit us with some other movies that we've seen recently. Okay. (laughs) This one I'm not too sure about. Oh, fuck. (laughs) When... Is it called Hunger? (laughs) It's called Tired. (laughs) Tired. When I started watching it, I was like, oh, you know what? I've already seen this movie. Oh, it's Frozen Ground. (laughs) Shit. Uh, Okay. Eight clues again. Okay. It all started at the airport. Was it an (laughs) outbreak, a virus, or what? Before you know it, there's more than one. 
Transmission is through saliva. Oh boy. The host of all this chaos has been found. Oh my God, the army can't even shoot a moving target. And now they want to take out New York City. Well, I guess the only way to take that, I guess this is the only way to take out these beasts. <laughs> I think I got you. I thought I had you, but then you said saliva. Now I think I got you, but I don't remember an airport. All right, think about that, inmates. <laughs> we'll do the same, and uh, uh, she'll, dro- she'll drop some knowledge on us next week, as usual. I think I might have her this time. Uh, in the meantime, I think that's about going to be it for the show this week. Uh, thank you very much for joining us here in True Crime Month in the Padded Room Podcast. Yeah. Go to paddedroompodcast.com for any comments, concerns, questions, or Patreon donations you might want to uh, contribute. We love all that shit. Um like, comment, subscribe, of course, wherever you found this. That helps out our visibility quite a bit, if you have time. In the meantime, join us next week for House on the Hill here in uh, True Crime Month. Yeah, I'm getting dirty looks from Buddy and Monica right now. Because <laughs> this one came in at like two and a half stars. And there's a bunch of shitty reviews. But God damn it, I'm sorry. Okay? We'll try to make it work. I'm sorry. What, what do you want from me? I don't know. Join us next week for House on the Hill based on the uh, Leonard Lake Charles Ng case here in True Crime Month in the padded room. Uh, you guys got anything else on the week? No. No, thanks, everyone. Thank you again for joining us. For Buddy, Monica, Robert Hansen, Nicholas Cage, the Frozen North, uh, mm-hmm. prostitutes everywhere, people that OD in uh, strip club bathrooms and the drugs that they do it with. And hypodermic needles. Hypodermic needles, of course. (laughs) That goes without saying. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week.